how do you generate your songwriting ideas normally and how did maybe the pandemic did take influence on that? The album, Versions of the Truth, was, was born really during the Brexit process and also we were, we were touring the States and looking at what was happening there with the polarization with Donald Trump and all that stuff. So that was what really informed the feeling of it. And although when, when it comes to songwriting, it's really, I really bring it down to a more of a, a micro level. So it's a, to do with relationships. So Demons and the track Versions of the Truth is actually about a personal relationship because that's what really, really inspires me, you know, to, to write. I can't write about things that are too distant, even if it's things like politics and things like that. That doesn't really inspire me. But in terms of like I touched on before, that... I would come up with a lyrical idea and a chord progression, but then I would deliberately pass it to the rest of the band members, starting with Gavin, because that's because I want to see where the song develops as as a band, not not just from from my own, you know, my own soul. Earlier this year, you released an album called The Sword Sessions, Volume One to Four, which felt to me like a more intimate kind of sound experience because it includes 10 songs that you performed on acoustic level in your home studio. Can you tell us what inspired you to do this album or what was the initial ignition? Yeah, it's a bit of funny... Well, it's a, it's a weird thing, that, because it was right at the beginning of the lockdown and we were... I think the United Kingdom was quite late in, in doing a full lockdown, but everybody was confined to their homes. And that's, this was when a lot of artists started doing live streams just because they were bored, I think. And, you know, a lot of them were just, like, singing in into their iPhones or something like that. And, and um, I just sat there and I thought, well, I've got a studio in my house. Why don't I do one? And I, I didn't really give it any thought. And so I sat down, did this stream with my acoustic. I had a looper pedal, so it's slightly more, you know, produced, even though it was live. And, um, and I made sure that it was the sound quality was really good. So it was in stereo. I had my proper studio equipment in the chain. And then when I looked at the number of people that were tuning in um, to, to listen, I was like, wow, there's loads of people all around the world that were listening to this. And when I finished the first session, I did four in total, and that made the Sword Sessions. There was a box set that was released. And my record label phoned me up and said, Bruce, that was brilliant. Can we, did you record it? And I said, yeah, I did. And said, can we put it out? And I said, oh, yeah, yeah, all right, if you want. And so I, then I, they asked me to do some more, and that, that was it. So it was, if there was one bonus of the pandemic you know one positive is it made me do that so yeah it was a that was a, a good a good time in bad times have you ever considered to play a whole concert unplugged or like a mtv unplugged or something yeah funny enough because i have a sort of a solo i've had two solo albums that i've, I've put out and I've been asked to do um, so, some shows, which will, which will be much more low key. So I'm thinking of, of doing that with, with more of a, a stripped down singer songwriter, probably take John with me to do backing vocals. But yeah, we are talking about doing a, a short tour of a stripped back acoustic. Okay, I'm looking forward to it. For the finish of the interview, I have to go back to the pandemic issue. In Germany, the cultural scene felt very often left behind when it comes to the issue of handling the missed revenue and also the general sense of esteem. How was the situation or how would you describe and evaluate the situation in the UK? I think it's like that pretty much everywhere. Because we've been touring Europe for so long, we've got, I know, so many people in the music business and our crew were Italian. And, you know, it, Italy was, was one of the worst where, you know, it's almost as if the entertainment business didn't exist. 
And when you look at look at us, you know, the band, we were relatively okay because we had our own studio. So we did a live, we did a full live stream, nothing but the truth. And we, we, we carried on working. But for the crew, you know, the, the lighting techs, our front of house sound engineer, the stage techs, they had nothing, no work at all. It, overnight, it just stopped. And they, there was no support. And so it was the same in Italy. I was speaking to people in, in Amsterdam where they said they just felt like they'd just been forgotten by their government. And it was certainly like that in the United Kingdom. You don't really get political, but certainly with the, the conservative government, it seems like the arts pretty low on their agenda. And it did cause a lot of, uh, a lot of anger, I think, within the music business. But, you know, we, we've come out of it now. So, you know, the, it's just smiling faces in our crew at the moment. Yeah, I think every government had its own way and measures to handle the pandemic. And yesterday I heard that the government of Spain distributes something like gift cards to young people to support the local culture. Is that a measure you would appreciate? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that was good because I noticed that Spain was the first place I saw to do a full, you know, concert. And that was in the middle of the pandemic where they, you know, I, I remember seeing this 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 uh, festival where it was packed. Everyone was wearing masks. And so, yeah, that, I think that's a great idea. And um, I think people would really really um warm to that and it would yeah it would certainly help the help the business a lot the last line from the song versions of truth is a rhetorical question is that how you remember it and i want to borrow this line for my last question to you how do you think will you remember this time i think i will remember it obviously it was a it's a terrible time a catastrophe to be honest but at the same time there was i think the resilience of everyone I know, the resilience of the music business, all the people that in the crew who we kept kept in touch with, they they were so stoic in their in how they approached the the pandemic. You know, even though they had no work and they were very, you know, we we when we did our live stream, we sold a T-shirt that was pure. All profits went to the, the tour crew, and we sold so many of them because all of our fans were desperate to help. And I think that's what the overriding memory for me is. It just The, the the strength and of the human spirit and the love really um, to to get through it as a as a collective that's that that was a real positive for me. Okay, then the only thing left is uh, to give my very thanks to you for being here in the studio, and I wish you the very best for the remaining two dates and your band's future. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me over. Goodbye. Yeah, cheers. Bye. Ja, das war das Soundcheck-Gespräch auf Horaz 88.6 mit Bruce Sword von The Pineapple Thief. Und wenn euch das gefallen hat, dann schaut auch gerne mal auf unserer Homepage vorbei www.horaz.de. Dort findet ihr noch viele weitere tolle Inhalte rund um das Hochschulradio oder ihr folgt uns auf einem unserer Social-Media-Kanäle. Damit seid ihr immer up to date. Dann sage ich danke fürs Zuhören und bis zum nächsten Mal.